Welcome to Psalm 21. I said yesterday, Psalm 20 is a psalm that was read before the king and his troops went in for the war. However, Psalm 21 is a psalm that is recited after the king and his troops came back from the war and came back victorious. So while Psalm 20 is a psalm of prayer, Psalm 21 is a psalm of praise. However, this psalm is not just a praise psalm, but also a liturgy in itself. This is again a mini service where praise is offered to the Lord. So what would have this psalm looked like for them in their days? Now imagine with me the king and the troops coming back from the war and coming back victorious and all of them would recite verses 1 to 2 together. However, this time the verses are not addressed to the king but to Yahweh. They would say, The king shall have joy in your strength, O Lord, and in your salvation how greatly shall he rejoice. You have given him, the king, his heart's desire and have not withheld the request of his lips. Notice, there is a sila after verse 2 which means a pause to reflect on what is said. Sometimes they even read a scripture portion here. After the pause, they resume their praise from verses 3 to 6, addressing it to Yahweh again. They will say, For you meet him with the blessings of goodness. You set a crown of pure gold upon his, that is king's head. He asked life from you and you gave it to him, length of days forever and ever. His glory is great in your salvation, Honor and majesty you have placed upon him, for you have made him most blessed forever. You have made him exceedingly glad with your presence. Verse 7 is an individual response of the king. The king says, For the king trusts in the Lord, and through the mercy of the Most High, he shall not be moved. Verses 8 to 12 is a declaration of faith, and it is often said by everyone together. They will say, Your hand will find all your enemies, your right hand will find those who hate you. You shall make them as a fiery oven in the time of your anger. The Lord shall swallow them up in his wrath, and the fire shall devour them. Verse 10, The offspring you shall destroy from the earth, and their descendants from among the sons of man. For they intended evil against you, they devised a plot which they are not able to perform. Therefore you will make them turn their back, and you will make ready your arrows on your strings towards their faces. And finally, they will recite verse 13 as a final prayer, and it is said by all of them together. Be exalted, O Lord, in your own strength. We will sing and praise your power. However, one question that arises for us today is, well, how applicable can these two Sam be for us today? In no sense does today's nations or rulers or conflict correspond to Old Testament Israel, our kings or our wars. But one thing that do exist today is the people of God, though we exist in a different pattern. That means not just the Jews, but all of us who have believed in the Lord Jesus Christ have been made part of this kingdom, the kingdom of God. But the Bible also reminds us that we are still engaged in a fight, a war, but this time a different war. We do not fight with flesh and blood, but against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. And the strategy remains the same. We pray before we get to war and we praise God for the answers we receive in prayer. But you know what? As human beings too often times we forget to praise God when God answers our prayers and gives us what we have requested. Remember the story of the 10 lepers who were healed and only one turned back and Jesus' question is, went all the 10 healed, where are the 9? Yet David asked God to spare his life and God gave him his request. He asked God to give him strength and God gave it to him. He asked for victory and God granted it to him. In short, God responded to David's faith by protecting him and David responded to God's blessings by praising him. 
isn't that wonderful that we respond to God and come to him in praise. Another important aspect that we learn from the psalm is about corporate praise unto God. While it is important that we individually praise God, I think it is also important and faith building to praise God collectively. Just imagine all of us praising God together in unison for what the Lord has done for us. Wouldn't it be amazing? So do not forget today to praise God when he answers your prayers. Second, let's perhaps also learn to praise God corporately. You know, one of the things that we do as a family before we get to bed is to ask each other, ask my wife, ask my children and ask them to tell us of the things that they are thankful for. And after each of them have shared, we corporately thank the Lord for the same. It has been so rewarding. Well, shall we pray in the light of what we heard today? Thank you, God, that you're a God who hears and answers my prayers and delivers me from Satan and escapes. Thank you for the victory you have won for me on the cross. I want to ask you to forgive me for the things that I haven't praised you for. So help me, dear Lord, to be mindful of praising you when my requests are granted by you. And perhaps in the days to come, to praise you corporately as well. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen.